Hey everybody, this is Nerds in Cars Talking Cards. This is Park Cofield. John Sexton. Justin Property. Kira Sexton. And Piper the Dog. Roof, roof. <laughs> we are in a 2014 Toyota Prius on our way to Detroit. We've got about 218 miles to go and looking forward to some uh, pizza tonight. Buddy's Pizza, Detroit style. Buddy's Pizza. Buddy's Pizza, D- D- Detroit style. And, um, we wanted to record part two of our conversation about Magic the Gathering altars. Yes, uh, and this is kind of something we want to do just because, I mean, on the altars, in the altars tab for uh, on Discord, we always, amongst all of the artists and connoisseurs sort of thing, we always talk about different ways... Uh, techniques, you know, materials, things like that. So Park and I are just going to tell you a little bit about what we use, what we do sort of thing. Yeah, we got to talk for about 10 minutes or so about some of the our setup at home, uh, our favorite um, paints, markers, And maybe brushes. a little, little, bit, uh, little bit about, like, I know for me I, I have struggled with just, like, the actual execution and trying not to, like, have severe neck aches and arthritis for the rest of my life, so... Yeah, you've, you've invested some effort into like an yeah. ergonomic uh, altering setup. So yeah, exactly. Um, well, Park, do you want to start this off? I mean, you've been doing this for far longer than me, and you're—I mean, from the sound of it, you've been pr- pretty consistently artistic for your entire life. So, I'd love to hear your side of the story first. Yeah, sure. So, uh, my approach with Alters has mostly been the Posca pens, which if you have followed the Alters channel at all, uh, you you will know is sort of uh, our uh, weapon of choice, if you will, uh, as part of this FTC Fuck the Cards movement. Um, and Posca, uh, these are paint pens. Uh, they come in a variety of different size tips. Uh, you can get, you know, really really sort of narrow fine print or fine tip ones and then much broader wider ones uh for my taste i use um the 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 fine tips um mostly i I buy and order a lot of the the white and the black in in the fine tip uh and then there's you know there's a set of primary color poscas you know it's sort of a bold a bold set and then there's a a pastel uh, set that I've found really helpful yeah. and useful. Yeah. Um, and you know, you these don't require any sort of priming on the card, and you can just go to town. Uh, you, you know, you shake the these are shakeable paint pens that have a flow of you know um, liquid paint, paint acrylic yeah. paint. And you know, it goes onto the magic card nicely. It also has the um, really nice quality that you can scratch it off really easily. Uh-huh. Uh, and so. Gently. Yeah, and, and gently. So, you know, I, what I first started using was, um, you know, the Posca pens and then uh, a Q-tip, Q-tips and wet Q-tips and um, and toothpicks. So, you know, for a lot of my work, that's all I'm working with at, at my table. Um, and then more recently, um, you know, I started working in uh, acrylic gouache paint. And that's how I uh, typically do things that ha- are, are more border extensions or, you know, painting out or doing color matching that's specific to the card. And this that's is a, idea. these are opaque uh, watercolors. Um, and I know that, and so it, it has a chalky sort of feel to it. And I, I typically lay down a, a primer coat 
in uh, white or gray, and then I, I paint the, the gouache on top of that. And I like it because it allows you to sort of mix and blend a little bit on, on the card. Gouache. 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 That word. Gouache. Hard to spell, hard to pronounce. Uh, right. Gouache. Um, um, yeah. Have, so I know that I've been on the hunt for more... Unfortunately, I have to kind of like dive into new brands, I think, for um, paint pens because Posca's diverse as it is, there's still uh, an endless amount of colors and shades that I find myself reaching for and I can't get with Posca. And so I tried to like, I made the mistake or in desperation to buy like a super cheap um, set of pens because I also they look like they had really fine tips and I don't even remember their name they're absolute garbage but they made do for a little bit uh, but they did have a, a more diverse color range and so I recently heard about deco pens have you heard of those mm, I haven't okay well supposedly they might be as good or better than Posca but mostly I'm basing that off the fact that they are the same price and or more expensive than Bosco pens. So I'm hoping that maybe they'll give me both the range and kind of like diversity and tips that I need. Yeah. Um, I haven't gone into the paint by brush realm yet. That's just, I'm not really a, a painter. So I, I'm i not sure if that's something that I can do without fucking up, but we'll see. Yeah. Um, another tool that I, I've found uh, to work well for my personal taste is the... Um, uh, Muji pens. Hey guys. Oh yeah. Welcome to Michigan. Oh, hey, yeah. we're in Michigan. <laughs> Yay. John, you're home technically. Yeah. <laughs> you're we're, home now. We're getting there. The mission is almost accomplished. Our it's mission home. is to get John the car and the dog uh, to Detroit, back with his wife and baby. Sell the car yeah. for a V8. <laughs> All right. Yeah. So, sorry to interrupt. No, no, no. no. Um, we so the uh, yeah the Muji pens. This is a Muji is a, a store. Um, yep. And the, they happen to have these fine tip gel pens with a nice black ink, and so it flows really nicely. It happens to flow really great over the the Posca. Shit, uh, I so I, I've yet. used these. I think they there's a couple of links in the Alters channel. I think um, our friend um, Quail uh, has tried these on some some re- recent Juzam Alters. Oh, yeah. if, if you've seen these, they're they're really beautiful, and and seem to like the fine line of those. I need to try that because I'm. I'm in a constant battle with the like the line work that goes over the paint. I for a long time, I always painted or I always sketched with like micron pens already. There you go. Here's oh, thank one. Thank you. Uh, yeah. Uh, for oh, those for who don't the, know, no name storage. The Park just gave me one. Um, <laughs> so I usually I used to use microns, and then I found that very quickly they run out of ink, they dry up, whatever it is that uh, my acrylic paints repel them. So. I actually started going back to using fine tip Sharpies and like, I don't know if anyone's seen the, the falling star that I just did for Paul Fierro. It's like a pirate ship. Um, and there's a lot of like really thin line work for all the rigging. And so I, I managed to do that with a Sharpie and I felt like it wasn't so bad. I, I, like the sharpies i like them for writing in my notebooks i like them for doing line work like for the most part they seem to do a good job i also use a a fat tip silver sharky a sharpie excuse me as a base like um i don't always use a base but if i'm gonna do a lot of if i'm gonna lay down a lot of paint i use that as my base Hmm. just 
Yeah, I, I mean, I think it's a great time to also do a shout out to some of the altruists and the altar community that have been doing this for many more years than the two of oh, us. Yeah. And doing epic, epic fucking job. Um, and so if, if you at all are following altars, uh, I'm sure many of you are familiar with uh, Dustin Broussard and some yeah. of the incredible work he's doing and uh, the contributions he's made into the, the altar community in terms of tutorials. So, Oh, yeah. And they're pinned to the top of the altar, pa- or altar page, right? Yes. Yeah, so if you go to the Discord channel and uh, you click the name of the, of the channel, you'll, you'll there's a menu for pinned. And uh, I was just looking at it and there's a, a lot of uh, great um, information about uh, a particular kind of paint uh, that, I, that he uses. I believe... Um, this is a, a really thin, uh, translucent paint that, that he's used. It's acrylic based as opposed to, uh, or uh, is acrylic as opposed to some of the, the watercolor gouache that I mentioned. There's also uh, a lot of resources there around, uh, sealing cards and yeah, different sealing cards or something. sprays and, um, things that you can paint over your cards to protect them. Um, Park, and- I think you're the one who gave me the suggestion, right? You which one do you use? You use a matte finish spray, right? You know, I I tend to uh, skip that step when I'm just using um, the acrylic gouache because it's, it is water-based, and so the spray sometimes can um, oh, you know, cause the colors yeah, to bleed. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, there's a spray matte uh, uh, varnish that you can, you can put over the cards. Uh, but yeah, I'd, I'd encourage people who are wanting to do this to refer to to, to some of the Broussard uh, tutorials. There's a great one on using Poscas to uh, alter a lightning bolt, sort of as a first step into the altar world, and I think a, a handful of other ones as well. Um, and don't know. be afraid to to ask your fellow artists and connoisseurs um, in the in the altar tab just. Just asking. You got a question? That's what I do. I ask them about sealing. I ask them about erasing shit. I ask them about literally anything that I don't know the answer to, and most people are willing to help you. Yeah, and a lot of incredible uh, work and artists that are popping up in that channel. Um, you know, I think th- this also might be a good segue into just also about about um, you know how do you how do you approach an artist for a commission? If if, if you know what does that process look like? Um, you know where to find other altruists. Um, and, you know, Instagram has been a great place for that. There's several hashtags you can follow on Instagram. Yes. And, and you know, once you follow, you know, one, one artist, that might lead you to another. Uh, but, yeah, I, I think that's part of the appeal of, is seeing lots of different styles and techniques. And, uh, yeah, I encourage, encourage folks to, to you know, uh, look wider than the Discord as well. Yeah, and before I get into it, I do want to do the rest of the shout-outs. Brassard is amazing, but so is dirtling around i think his name is slightly different on discord but on instagram he's dirtling around david lee David Lee. he's made me a bunch of dope ass altars he made an altar that i really want to take home for our, our shootout in april um nick viel nick view sorry i've been calling you viel for so goddamn long nick view matt view quail um honey who else is giving us some altars like well, that. Cam, Cam, Cam and, uh, um, and the other Anschutz. I, I got some uh, some Dr. Seuss altered atogs from Anschutz. Oh, yeah. on there, and those are those are a delight to play with. Revlin's Light is one yeah. is a name that we've heard a lot. I mean, if we don't mention you, it's definitely not because you're not dope as shit. Also, um, just because we're delirious. Yeah, we're just we've been in here for a long time. But moving on from that, I one thing is just so approaching people. I mean. You kind of you can be casual, just like 
just put on your big boy pants and just write them directly and just say, hey, I love your shit. You know, please, uh, what does it take to do a commission? Do you want to do a trade? Like, there's different places on, you know, you can reach them out directly on Instagram or Facebook if they have a page. And then you can also just kind of put it out in the ethos in the altar tab, altar channel. Yeah, and, you know, I think some things to consider is, um, you know, what agreeing on a timeline, agreeing on a particular style, uh, it, you know, sometimes uh, altruists are more willing to do, uh, you know, a full playset as opposed to one card, or may, might cut you a deal if you do, uh, you know, more than one altar at a time. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, agreeing if you're going to use uh, one of their cards, a special card that they want to mail you, uh, or if you're going to, you know, if you have an extra, you know, an extra set of ATOGs, um, uh, you know... <laughs> If you know those, you have the altruist might have some of those in stock that they can just do for you. Um, so being really clear about expectations and timelines and, and pricing and payment and shipping. Yeah, is, I mean communication is the key. So ask as many questions, set up as many boundaries, and just make sure that you're both clear with each other. And then no one, really, no one's unhappy. And if you're anything like Park, as an as an artist, I mean, you just you you give them everything they need up front. I mean. there's one of Alters part one he he talked about how he like he puts everything in like a CAD drawing for god's sake like he uh, lays out his design on the computer shows his clients like what he plans to do and gets approvals and I'm not that refined but I I totally get why someone would do that because it's it's just foolproof I think you know expectations extends to um you know uh any understandings about changes once it's completed, if you ever need touch-ups, um, you know, just being in communication with the altruist about how, how they work and their, their business. Yeah, and I should, I would like to mention that part of this whole community is, has really been about the people who support it as well. Like, without people like Cam Wall or uh, Brendan... Uh, Lion Monk's men, like, they have truly supported so many different altars, like, coming out into the ethos and, and, and again and again getting, spending, like, oodles of money just to make sure that these people, uh, get their art out into the magic world. And, and people like them, that's, that's kind of what makes the entire other half of this because, you know, I mean, I wouldn't, I wouldn't have anything out there if I didn't have that kind of support so I that's much appreciated um I don't think we got too much into like what your general setup is what is your what's your table look like I I use a sort of a a green cutting mat or sometimes a piece of cardboard and I pull it out and put it on the dining room table and go to town and then you know spread out cards and I've got a box that I keep all of my poskas in. And, um, I mean, how yeah. long do you sit and draw for at a time, do you think? I mean, it, de- it depends. I mean, I, I'll i sit down and work, you know, for a couple of hours in an evening and then I'll leave the stuff out and come back the next day to do, you know, the next layer or, you know, add a color. And I don't know. So, you know, I think, uh, you know, each altar is a little bit different. It could take, you know, as... as quick is you know an hour or two or you know sometimes a couple of different days of days of work and so i know i experienced this but do you 
have issues with like neck pain, strain, you know, things like that? I I have not had as much of that uh, as I know you've flexible. experienced. I <laughs> what's that? So you must be very flexible. <laughs> I well, you, you know, you got to do your pre pre uh, pre work stretch. Yeah, stretch well, <laughs> I, I know you've experienced a bit of that, and you've recently changed the posture in which you, you paint in. I mean, I changed my posture. I take breaks and stretch. I stop doing as many altars in bed. <laughs> uh, I changed my pillow. Like, it took a process, but I think ultimately what did it is that I bought a portable, um, what do you call that, easel, uh, drawing, like, sketching easel, and so it it can prop up to, like, pretty much vertical for me um and that's really just prevented me from having my neck craned the whole time I mean not everybody draws like that but that's just I guess the way I draw so having it upright has been really helpful um and just like stretching a little bit and taking time like it just it's just part of it so have you done any repair work does that is that can uh contained as, as part of your your practice I mean I've repaired things before anyone saw that it needed to be repaired. <laughs> like, I've, I've done an entire card and decided that, like, a cool fourth of it was absolute crap and then did my best to... I think he means, like, damaged cards. Yeah. Oh, like rest- okay. Restoration. Oh. Like, you've seen some of those on the Discord. Yeah, yeah, you're right. I see what you mean. And then they become the answer is no. <laughs> I haven't yet, but I don't know if I'm the one... If my particular style would be conducive for that. So I'm not sure. Have you... I have not. I think, you know, there's other experts out there that are doing that. I, um, I, I, I talked to Brassard about this a little bit um, because I was, I was potentially interested in, in uh, acquiring a card that was pretty fucked up and was curious to see if he would be able to fix it and what would be involved in that. So I, I sent him a couple pictures of it and just asked him, like, hey, you know, what would you do with this? I'm just curious because, you know, that, that factors into my decision of whether or not to pursue this particular card and he was very gracious to take a few minutes to uh to speak with me and uh, talk about what his process would be um and you know this particular card had some had some serious damage to it so it would involve actually splicing in a piece of another card and like cutting it to precise size Um, that is not my skill yeah (laughs) sanding down you know the original card and this sort of splint if you will, from the new card, and even peeling apart layers of the original card, inserting this sort of, uh, you know, graft from another card, and then, you know, gluing it, sealing it, sanding it, and painting over it in in a way that would make the, the seams, you know, either part of the artwork or completely obscured. So it, it was really cool uh, to just see some of those behind-the-scenes shots, and he takes these work-in-progress shots so the client can see... Uh, you know what they're getting and what's happening as it goes and uh, it, it definitely seems like you have to be very skilled to do that kind of work I was quite impressed with what he showed me yeah I couldn't imagine that's that's definitely like precision work that I just I'm not prepared to be able to do that sort of thing yeah. well cool well I hope uh, that gives our listeners a uh some more uh, insight into some of the challenges, uh, some of the joys of altering, um, and strongly encourage all of you to check out my 
uh, companion, car companion here, Lady Death Touches work. And um, if you have any questions, please come into the Alters channel on Discord and ask away. Yes, yes. And if you want to see, I mean, either of our work is on our Instagram, so Alters by PC, obviously just at Lady Death Touch. And if you guys ever have any questions, if you're just starting to do Alters right now, by all means, reach out. We're happy to answer anything. So thank you. This is another episode of Nerds Nerds in in Cars Talking Cars. Cars.